What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Matt, it's been a bit. Summer vacation. I mean, maybe we're lost in hyperspace. We took a little detour there, uh, and it's been it's been wild. This has been a wild 2020. It's been a wild summer. It's crazy. We're not going to Star Wars Celebration. I'm upset about that. There's just, I mean, I'm happy. I, I understand it, but I'm also just like, I want more Star. I'm just depressed. And I want, like, the other day I'm watching Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and I'm trying to get myself all, like, pumped back up for Star Wars. And thankfully, I had someone, just went live on Instagram, okay? A Star Wars toy story, okay? This is Matthew from, I believe, New York, uh, who, who wanted us to talk about uh, Max Rebo and Max Rebo Band. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Although, one of my favorite movies, Return of the Jedi, Happy to kind of talk about this. I believe he's dead. I believe he died. I could be totally wrong, but I was looking to see whether or not he he boarded uh, Jabba's sail barge, and according to canon, he did, and perhaps may have perished at the Great Pit of Carcoon, which is wild. But, like, you think about a character like that, you think about any of those band members, right, Matt? Any of those guys who were there in Jabba's palace, playing music, playing whatever. I mean, Ula, his slave, is like, you know, killed in front of everyone. By the way, that was a wild scene for a youngster to watch. Yeah. I mean, like, wow. That was crazy. But, uh, gosh, I, I actually really love that little... Uh, he's from he's from the his, his home world is Orto. Uh, he's, he's a blue character, you, you, if you're mm-hmm. you know, like old snout, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of think about those characters and you wonder, like, how much did they witness? And what I love about The Mandalorian is that you get those side characters who see this whole thing, right? You're, they're, they're, it's also like in New Hope, right? The characters who are, who are like, have you ever just stopped, like, like uh, press pause on A New Hope and looked in the back and said, who is that who is guy? That guy? Who is that what guy? is he doing back there, you know? Well, it's like, it's like when Dave Filoni in, in some of those later episodes where they're explaining, like, how they built the Star Wars universe and all this stuff. And he kind of described it as like, okay, your brother takes all the big toys like Luke and Darth Vader. And he leaves you with like all these side characters. and You have to make a show about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And I think that's, that's really cool because, um, gosh, even, you know what I loved about the holiday special is that you actually went back to that same cantina back in, in on, on Tatooine and you had sort of like the night shift, 
uh, barkeep and she was a singer and she sang mm-hmm. and stuff and you're just sort of like who is this right but we know the setting and we love it and so we're into it and it's kind of cool um, so I, I love I love looking at some of those uh, minor characters who were in the background you know them by sight you might not know them by name but uh, they're, they're, they're they're crazy can you imagine let me let me put you in a scene here first of all I've said this before on the podcast and I will say it again I will say it till the day I die one Max of- Rebo is my favorite character. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that. But one of my favorite, favorite moments in Star Wars, one of the best things they ever, ever did was take us to Jabba's palace. Yeah. I mean, they showed us the underworld. You know, like they, they give us a glimpse of it in Empire, right? In the Bounty Hunters. Right. And then you just freaking took us there, right? You took us to the hut, the hut. And it's like... I know people think that's boring and they don't really like that scene, but think of the cast of characters you have there and you have like this rescue mission is going on and basically you're well into the advanced uh, planning stages of it. You just jump right in, which is something Rise of Skywalker tried to do when they they go to speak to the informant, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, with, you know, Finn and and Poe. I like that because you don't have to tell us the whole story. Jump right into it. Okay, we get it. You're on a mission. Um and, and so I think that's that's pretty neat. But, man, to go see something that Han has been talking about since episode four, he's been talking about – he's, I mean, he's talking to Chewie. He goes back. He's like, wow, this could really save our necks. Get back to the Falcon and get her ready. You know, he's just like, yeah. all right, right, this is great, you know. And then you're just like, why does he need this money so bad? Why does he need this reward? This is why. <laughs> and we're there. I mean, like, so Jabba's Palace to me is one of my favorite, favorite favorite scenes i love it so much because luke comes in and he's a boss he force chokes that guy he, dude he does he <laughs> does dude and he, and he and uh he tells jabba to not underestimate his powers yeah <laughs> you're like which is oh, great and boy. it's like when you hear that it's like every time i rewatch six and i hear that line <laughs> i forget that luke says it because you I just know. think of Anakin, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying it. And so it's just Anakin stole that line. Right, right. And yeah. just she had way more emphasis He's on like, it. He's like, I warn you. Like, he warned he him. Does. He did. He gives him a warning. And you're like, oh, shoot. This is this is next level. Luke is a boss. Um, and what's really cool is the reason I like comic books is so you see that, right? And, and, and once you watch that, you're like, wait a second, dude. Like, this guy's leveled up. And then you know there's a bunch of time, well, not a lot of time, but there's a year or so, right, in between. And you, and you wonder, you can go to the comics and you can figure out sort of like, Luke did certain things along the way. He also, the whole thing, um, oh gosh, the, 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 the novel you love so much, Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. right? That, that all takes place in between that time. You got Boba Fett in there. They're trying uh, to go Dash rescue Rendar. him. Exactly, exactly. And so you get to yeah, see... Prince, Prince Sizor. Yeah, you get to see those characters kind of you know evolve, face some some of these minor villains and stuff, and really rise. He can use the Jedi mind trick, mm-hmm. you know, which you haven't seen since four. I mean, <laughs> it's such a good tie-in, and I just I I it's it's freaking amazing. Also, Boba Fett just steps out, and you're like, oh, that's the guy who caught Han. He's a big deal, uh, and and he's and then the Rancor. Mm-hmm. What? Jabba's mm-hmm. just sitting over top of this thing. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty wild. Jade's there. Dude, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly right, exactly. So it's it's really that's really cool. But uh, yeah, we were asked, it was requested that we talk about Max Rebo just a little bit and and the band and that whole sort of thing. And you know what? You go back to the special edition, right? A lot of that, like, remember how the um, that band had a really sort of uh, it wasn't George wanted it to be a real big musical scene, which is what they do later in the special edition. Originally, that stuff was not in there, so he really makes that sort of uh, uh, kind of a cool experience. And I tell you, I swear to God, I, I watched um, on Disney Plus the other day, and there's a freaking Doug walking across, you mm. know, and I was like, that was never there before, right. but George puts it in, and it's great. Uh, so it's it's fantastic. But yeah, the bands and the music, I think, are are, are really cool. And I guess I'll just start this whole... We're going we're gonna to dive into another conversation here, but I want to take Matt to a place that I think is a good place for us to be, which is the originals. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was saying. So, I, so to get fired back up for Star Wars, Clone Wars Season 7, right, right was great. But I just, and it was, it was, it was, it was really great. Um, 
the world's going through a pandemic. Times have been kind of crazy and stuff like that. But to get me fired back up, I had to go back to the originals. Yeah. And and, and ever since I have, I was watching uh, a couple nights ago, I watched Empire Strikes Back, and then I, I followed it up immediately with Return of the Jedi. And um, the whole time I was sitting there, it had been, it'd been a while since I had put it on as, as background noise. And, and typically, I, I even when we were like, early 2020 even in 2019 i would always have something on in the background i would be playing those movies right because they always inspire me and i always think about new things um but typically i don't have the volume up very loud i started that i was like okay it's a habit i'll turn them on they're in the background star wars is playing and then i sat down and i couldn't stop watching and i was like i I was i was in i was locked in like a little kid again and i was just like this is so great let me give an example so the more you read about Star Wars, the more you read comics and novels and stuff like that, right? And I, you, you know, you, uh, Star Wars convention, we're going to talk about right. that a little bit, all that kind of stuff. You go, you have this experience. Um, I met Boba Fett, right? So we met some members from the 501st who, yeah. uh, you know, who, who dress up and kind of do all sorts of really charitable uh, events. Uh, Jeff was his name. Jeff play, uh, was, oh, he was, was such a cool he's guy. Such a cool dude. Yeah, he had the carbonite. Like uh... real quick, not, <laughs> not that I want to catch up. To no, you, go ahead. Just because I thought about, it. I was thinking, I was thinking about the five hundred first the other day, and, and just just real quick because I want to get this in. We and we didn't mention it in our last episode, and now it's been a bit since that Mandalorian gallery. The last episode of the Mandalorian gallery, uh-huh. we're talking about how they brought in the five hundred first. Yes, and the five hundred first guys didn't know what they were going into. Right, yeah. it's a secret. Secret. Yes. What would be going through your mind? <laughs> what oh. would be going through your mind if you show up to this event? You know, it's like a Star Wars event. You know, because they they're like, yeah, we know. Sometimes yeah. you get these. Maybe you know, they just never know. And it's literally the Mandalorian. The yeah, and you're going to be show, yeah. in like the TV show that you've heard about, but you haven't seen. Like, what? As if 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 you showed up, what like? First of all. <laughs> If that happened to me and I walked on set and I was in and I was like, ready you didn't to be, know it. You're like, oh, I'm right. going, to, I'm going to a charity event. Right. Cause a lot of the, they get in character like right. Jeff, for example, for Boba Fett, like the lines. Um, I think we had da- uh, David Frazier was our, our Vader. And those guys had a back and forth, like a dialogue. They had done this before. That was really cool. So you're in character. Cause you, you that's who you are. You, you live it. You, you're, you're willing to invest a thousand dollars to like do a, a decked out costume. Right. So these guys are already diehards. And then you show up there and you see Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, I don't want to tell you guys every reaction that my body would be going through, but um, I would literally be <laughs> so excited, I think is the appropriate word. Um, <laughs> I would be so ready to go. And like, I would be like, this is going to be the best. Any charity event I've ever done before has has prepared me. Also, my backyard when I was a kid has prepared me for this. I am ready to play a stormtrooper, and I will give it everything I've got. I'll break my arm. If you need a stormtrooper to break his arm, <laughs> you got this arm right here. I'll break it. What do you think they thought when they saw Baby Yoda? Dude, I like have you walk no- on set and then you can't tell anyone. You can't tell anybody. What do you, you can't what tell? Because you, you have to yeah. sign some sort of like NDA or whatever, right. and you're just like. Or did so, they? Did they? So the other thing is, I, I actually have wondered. I don't know if this was. Oh, mentioned. they had. To. They run set like the whole day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like so. Like, do you see so the, yeah. So yeah. let's just, just imagine you show up and you're like, okay, this is the Mandalorian. It's pretty cool. There's like some sort of battle, because really, there's nothing really inside of that kind of scene. Like, there's some stuff that happens afterwards, right? But like, I, I don't know that I don't know that they would have seen the whole dark saber bit and stuff like that because they seems like you know they did that you know greens you know you do it in the the whatever the room's called yeah yes um right and so you know so that's closer up shots whatever um so what would you what would you think if you show if you like you saw this and it's not you because know, like yeah you see rise of skywalker and you're like yeah there's some stuff in there but like you're like hold on a because i think legitimately b- bigger the biggest thing to happen in star wars in the past year was not the events of rise of skywalker no it was Baby Yoda. It was Baby, I mean, Yoda. Baby Yoda was by far the the biggest like. The oh past. my god, this yeah. is this has changed. Because I mean, like Rise of Skywalker yeah. changes Star Wars, but not really. I mean, what did Rise of Skywalker change in Star Wars other than like the Force Dyad, which is now explained a little bit more? In the, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. mean, like, not. I mean, it was like it was. It's it was not, a cool movie, and it right. moved the story forward. So, and you know, we see like you know, but it was stuff that we kind of knew that happened. With like, where the exception of Baby Yoda was like. 
oh, right. this ha- this is like so when you like like so you now are going back to like your regular job on Monday, let's say, right? So let's say you're there Saturday, Sunday. I don't know how long they were there, but let's just say you're going back to your regular job Monday. And right. your mind is just blown Long. by the fact that you have now just seen Baby Yoda months yeah. before anyone else will ever know it right. exists. Like, because there was no leaks. There was no right? leaks. About I mean, Baby I Yoda. am very, very, very happy about all of that. I think. What would you like? What would like? What would you? What would be going through your mind? I would feel like <laughs> I had literally. I would actually feel like every day that I didn't go out and I didn't divulge a secret that I was defending the galaxy. Like, I would be like, it is my duty. It is my right. I mean, I would just be like, like I mean, just like, I, you, I mean. Oh, it's amazing. It's you wouldn't amazing. be able to talk to people. would be like, guys, you don't even understand. Like, I would just be like. People like, hey, I haven't seen you in three months. Why? Um, because I can't speak to you. Be like, be like, yeah, be like, I can't say anything about like, oh, how is, oh, how is the thing? Like, you know, what was it like? Right. What was it? You know, what was it? What was it for? Like, ah, it's just Star Wars event. Yeah, classic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that's because I'm sure you might you might tell some people. I think yeah, they say Star Wars event and they say it's high profile. Like it might be for a commercial or something like that. Then then you get back and somebody's asking like, oh, what was it for? Like, like I'm not really allowed to say this one. I can't. Yeah, but you just be like, it was sick, right? I mean, because even if you're talking about like the action sequence and like some of the fighting and stuff those guys were in on some of mm-hmm. like they understand what was happening moff gideon all that right. kind of stuff which is a pretty big moment yeah you know i gotta say star star wars for this particular thing benefits more than i mean maybe other than like star trek or something because with the exception of like star trek i should say because it's like oh we need extras well like you literally can call up to 501st and those guys are so specific about the armor yes. so you know it's authentic. It is. It, it's a, it's 100%. You can't yeah, it's right. It's you can't be 100% authentic. So it's like you mm-hmm. just get a you get free budgetary mm-hmm. stuff. And these guys are used to walking around at right. baseball games and stuff and acting like they are stormtroopers, you so know. So cool. It's something yeah. I mean the only other thing I can think of is Star Trek cuz those guys have some pretty legit the Star yeah, Trek yeah. people. Oh, they do. I bet they yeah. have some pretty oh, yeah. legit but I don't know that they. I don't know that they do. Um, maybe they do have some sort of like Klingon army or something. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be like, pretty cool. I but that, I mean, yeah. it just doesn't, it just can't compare to the five hundred first. No, and the five hundred first more than the High Rebel standards. Legion because like the Rebel Legion, you know, it's like okay, like if you're filming something, you probably have a specific idea because you may want them to have different kind of clothing. You yes, know? yeah. You're Whereas clean. this, it's like no, we just need stormtroopers. It's yes. so much easier. Yes. We're just like no, we know exactly. They all look the same from a certain time period. You know, need, I mean, yeah. they don't all look the same, but. Yeah. 90% of them are just that 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 yeah. classic white suit so we just need that. Right. Exactly. No, exactly. I I I was thrilled that they did that because to me this is just as a fan you hear about that and so we're doing exactly we did this months ago. When we first heard about that I was like, dude, could you freaking imagine? What would you do? I mean, I, I would lose my mind. That would be the greatest Star Wars gift that I ever got in my life. Ever. Okay, unless you're gonna like introduce me to Mark Hamill, which I've said hi to by the way, and he's retweeted me, so that was what would cool. be better, knowing that you were in Star Wars, or or knowing that you knew about this monumental thing in Ooh. Star Wars Ooh. before other people. I would would know. your mind have been more blown that you were gonna be in an episode of Star Wars, or that you knew this Baby Yoda character existed? That's so hard though because I, I <laughs> that's so hard because like only for that amount of time you'd be li- you, if you knew something before it was going to come out right and you're like privy to that kind of information you would be for three months or whatever it would be living the high life <laughs> I mean you would be living the high life but then if you're in it though if you're in it you can always point to that and say that's me right I was there I was an extra I was whatever I was a stormtrooper I mean. Uh, I'm trooper, whatever. I guarantee you that they actually used because uh, they all have their own um, right. number. You know, they're they're they've got uh, their own identification. So yeah, I think they did. Yeah, which is really cool. Which is which is really really cool. Yeah, that is again why we. I mean, r- I'm really 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 excited for the Mandalorian to come out because I know there are surprises. I think we're getting. Like a, I think well, I think we're getting a trailer this month. Yeah, which um, I, and that you want if you want to talk about some of the, we can go ahead and jump into kind of some celebration stuff that we were. Yeah, what do you got? What, what, what I mean, well, I mean, mostly just like you know, what do we like? So, 
So, you know, so celebration obviously canceled because of coronavirus. Um, as and I were going to go, so many other friends were going to go, but I still think we're going to be getting trailers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to say Mandalorian season two trailer for sure. Yes. Yes. For sure. I think, I think that's, that's pretty much. You think it was the same date and time as when celebration was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think that weekend, uh, starwars.com is just going to go nuts. Yeah. I think they're just going to, uh, people will be on there. It's going to be a big landing site for people to go check out, um, just releases and stuff. Delray book will do something. I'm sure there'll be live panels and stuff. What trailer, what do you think we're going to see trailers for? Well, uh, so you said the Mandalorian. You mean like other projects, possibly other Star Wars? Stuff. Do you think we're? I don't think there's there. I don't think there's anything. I think anything that was in movie production is delayed. I do. Could you imagine though? One thing that we might see. It's wild that they announced some of the Obi Wan stuff. Yeah. You know, like would you show us a? Did you see you and McGregor? Did you see his beard? Yeah. He was doing. The, he's doing. He's grilling out right. I definitely and, don't think we're getting an Obi Wan trailer. No, no. How no. far along is the Cassian Andor thing? Dude, see, don't even get me started. We don't know. Bob Iger, when he said, like, they're going to slow things down, I think they did a full stop. You think and Cassie and Andor is done? No, I don't think it's done. I just think they're they're totally, like, that was a long time ago that, w- that was announced. And so I've started to kind of stop putting too much stock in all of this. You know, uh, Ryan Johnson's going to have a trilogy. Oh, I think D&D. all that stuff's gone. It's all I've, gone. It's all gone. All that stuff's gone. It's all gone. I think they've got to they've really look at stuff. And the thing that's greenlit, is the Mandalorian? Why? Because they they know Star Wars and they're right. doing this the right way, and they're 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 not going about it in a super fast paced way. They've realized it's not Marvel. You can't just churn out something every six months or whatever. It's right. like people in Star Wars. You want could. The deep they just dive. haven't built the. T- I just don't think that the team is built. I mean, Marvel yeah. is Marvel's a different ball game because one, Marvel has even even if you look right now, like oh hey, there's you know thousands of comics of source material to pull from you know what i mean and then you're making one movie and you know it's going to tie in because really i mean you look at it it's like some with you know some of these characters it's like well i mean guardians of galaxy they're you know they're in like how many the guardians of the galaxy are in like five movies right but it's like three of them are avengers movies right so yeah you kind of you kind of have that so it's not as as difficult as like okay we got to make a brand new complete story and put you know all this stuff so um where Star Wars is, is kind of different. And yes, there are there are source material, but the question is, is it canon? See, comics, it doesn't matter. Canon doesn't matter because you can just re... I mean, there's thousands of different comic versions and variants and all that stuff. So comics are set up to be... I don't even know what is and isn't canon, right, in, in, in comics because they're constantly changing it and they're constantly doing different versions, right? That's why you have that's why you have Superman Red Sun in which he, you know, showed up in Russia instead of America. And they go, yeah, you know, it's a yeah. different it's a different telling of it. Right. Um right. and so yeah. that's that's kind of cool. I mean, you have the EU and stuff like that. But so uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's it's not the same it's not the same as Marvel. Um, although that doesn't mean that I think we shouldn't be able to hold it to the standards of Marvel and that they should be able to come up with a coherent story for three movies when Marvel is over there coming up with a coherent story for 25 movies and three TV series. Okay. Like that is a different argument. Did you know? So I did not know this. I was was talking with someone uh, just the other day. Shout out uh, to our friend, Sarah. Um, and she was, she was rewatching Endgame, and did you know, so like Captain America's wearing his ring. Yeah. Okay. The TV series with, uh, I forget what his, what his girlfriend is. Carter. Yes. Dude. She has a ring on. They actually knew during that TV show what was going to happen oh, yeah. in the freaking Endgame. And I'm like, what? Because like, there's all these different little, little tiny nuggets that you're like, she was married to someone, but you didn't know who. Right. Well, it's freaking Captain America. So I mean, great. It's so so it, it, like yeah. That's the storytelling there is is off the charts. Um, so anyway, I I I'm hoping that's the reason for the all stop, which is yeah, we're not just. It's not about and I, I and and you know what? Honestly, this is a cool thing. I love that they're diversifying directors, crew members, things like that, getting different right. people in to to work on these projects and and trying to bring uh. Like, like elevate the process, which is cool, but the story, the story story is what has mattered 
to people for years. Right. So all the fancy design and and costumes and creatures and all that kind of, that is great. But if the if the story, yeah. you, See, know, you know, you gotta be and careful. sometimes I sometimes I wonder about Star Wars. Just like and I and I just hear me out. Hear me out a little bit on this. And I think this is one of the things the Mandalorian is doing is doing well in. Uh, I'm going to go back kind of the Marvel DC argument. I think that Marvel has always benefited in its in kind of it, it, well, it, it's a catch 22, right? When you look at the difference between Marvel versus DC, Marvel has always had hundreds of characters who do like one thing, right? Whereas DC has like five characters who are just like insanely powerful, you know, and like that's it. Like when you like and so, you know. I still say that the biggest superhero in the world, I mean, is Superman and Batman. I think it's just, you can ask anybody in the world, who's your favorite superhero, Superman, Batman. I mean, mm-hmm. they're those guys. It's like Coke and Pepsi. I mean, they're just, they will, they are bigger. I don't care that Avengers has done all this stuff. I'm telling you mm-hmm. Superman and Batman. They are classic. They're the big they're known. mega yeah. all-star superheroes. Whereas then you go to Marvel and it's like, well, it's like, who is the, who is the face of Marvel? Yeah. You know, is it Iron Man? I, I, I think it's really probably, if I had to pick somebody, I'd probably say Spider-Man is say who Iron I Man think is, is like the, the Iron Man is dead. <laughs> I'd kind of say Spider-Man, but then, you know, so I just think it's harder. And so when you're trying to tell these Marvel stories, it's just easier because these characters are less known and even the universe itself isn't as glued together as say like DC, right? Like when I'm watching the DC cinematic universe, like it just becomes a little more difficult because you're like, well, you know, you have to have Batman, you have to have Superman. You, you, you know, once you start to go off to these other characters, it becomes harder because they're just not nearly as iconic. And I think that's kind of the case with yeah. star Wars is once you tend to go. And this is why if, you know, we ran polls, um, we said, what do you guys like more rebels or clone wars? And it was overwhelmingly clone wars because as yes. great, I think rebels is better. Me, me too. Um, and I think it's it, from a writing standpoint, you get to pick these characters, you get to give them their own story. But at the end of the day, I, as as much as I like Ezra and mm. Kane and Sabine, yeah. they're just not Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're no. just not. I mean, they're just, they're, it, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to do that. And right. I think the Mandalorian's doing a good job with it. Yes. But I think that's another thing in terms of trying to crank out all this Star Wars content is. Yeah. It's harder because they're you straight just, further away you, you, because, you, yeah. because the characters are just so iconic. It's kind of that DC effect where it's like, right. You know, if they said, hey, we're going to make a if they said, hey, we're going to make a Nightwing movie or, you know, a Robin movie. It's just it, Robin's not Batman. Right. OK. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just not he's, just, he's just not Batman. This is a good. I like this, actually. I, I really like this because what you're saying is so, um, you know, pick whatever superhero you want in D.C. Right. Right. If Batman or Superman makes a makes a cameo or something, it shows up all this. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden it's like legitimate. Right. And, and so you're really into that. that. That is what sort of helps elevate those other characters is that they then were on the phone with Clark Kent or something like, wait, Clark Kent, well, wow, that's, that's amazing, right? And so in Star Wars, you try to do those same things. That's exactly what the Mandalorian's trying to do that by right. making nods to the New Republic and the Empire right. and things like that. So Well, it's like you look, you look, at, what, look at what DC did, um, not really in their movies, but in their TV series, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you had, I mean, you look at their, look at their big, their big, their big TV series, right? I mean, Smallville was huge because he was Superman. I know, dude. Yes. It's because he was Superman. I mean, it was Superman. And then the biggest, the biggest episode was the Justice League episode. Because why? Because you brought in characters who were still the heavyweights of, Mm -hmm. I mean, like Green Arrow is kind of like, I call, I kind of consider him second tier, right? I mean, like. You know, so you, have Su- you have Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. And kind of Green Lantern. Green Lantern is kind of, I almost kind of consider him uh, French, bubble, right? Kind of yeah, bubble. he's got a bubble. Sometimes he's first tier, sometimes he's second tier. Yes. But then, you know, once you get to those second tier DC characters, they kind of like really start to fall off. And so I think that's why they did a great job with the Arrow because they started with the arrow and mm-hmm. then expanded out. Yes. Yep. Because, and so I think that was the best thing they did. 
And I almost think that's kind of what Disney's doing here, where you said, no, 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 no. We're going to take the Mandalorian Mm -hmm. and we're then going to expand from the Mandalorian into bigger characters like Ahsoka. Yes. Yes. And I think that was good because Green Green Arrow, definitely a second tier DC character. Then you go to the Flash. Then you go to Supergirl, which is like second, almost third. you, You know, she's. Yeah, she's definitely not a first tier DC superhero, but Superman is in Supergirl. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, you know, like, well, yeah, there are levels to these things, right? You got the motion picture, the big movies, right? And then you've got the you've got the live action TV show Mandalorian. And then you've got things like your animated series. So what you're talking about here is the way they legitimized a lot of rebels. You started with Ezra Bridger, right? But who do you bring in? Ahsoka, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, eventually Darth Vader. So you're like, oh, shoot. Okay. Emperor was in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so that sort of elevated that because you're like, okay, I get it now. And you're you're, gosh, dang it. I mean, yes, Mandalorian is going to be exactly the same way in that you're going to bring in whoever it may be. Oh, that's what I think. Yeah. I mean, I I think Ahsoka is going to be in it. I think we're going to see Sabine. Uh, You know, we're supposed to see Boba Fett or Rex, right? Something, something, uh, something like like that. And then does it expand? Right. Yeah. Because because one of the things I think about with with celebration, as we know, is kind of where we were at is I almost feel like what would be cool would be a high republic cartoon or animated series as you're trying to build that up. But if you I mean, what I think would even be better, though, would be why can't we get a dash Rendar led animated series in between Five and six, and you could have Leia, you could have Lando, you could have some the, of the other oh, characters man. on almost like rebels like thing, mm-hmm. and it would just, but it would immediately overshadow. Have you heard though? Okay, so there we are supposed to get a Lando series. You've heard a rumor, rumor right. about that, right? Um, one thing they could still do, and I want to. This goes back to the days when we were kind of like speculating about what was going to happen to Rise of Skywalker, because right. I kept saying like, would one of Luke's students show up? <laughs> you know, you're like. Oh. So Luke was old, right? 30 years go by. Could he had uh, could he have trained other Jedi who were on a quest that we never heard about, right? That they mm-hmm. were at the edge of the galaxy searching some sort of anomaly, some sort of crazy thing that was happening. Like to me still in the Mandalorian, you could again Ahsoka's a great bring in, right? A great bring in. But could you walk a Kalkatarn on and make me believe it? Absolutely. You totally could. And and and, and people will call that crazy. But if I would have been speculating going into Mandalorian that there's going to be a baby Yoda, people would have said I was nuts. You know, did they you would have, have said I was crazy? Seen, have you seen that? Have you seen there's a Reddit post from some guy in like 2008 or like two, like sometime way really? before Disney bought it, where this guy, this guy, if you look it up, that some guy was speculating. He's like, wouldn't it be cool if we had if we got a story about like a young, he says like Yoda character who had who was with an IG droid. What the? Fuck? You gotta look it up, dude. You gotta look it oh, up. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's crazy. That's crazy. See, you, you, you just kind of never know. I mean, it, it, what I like about the spirit of the Mandalorian is, um, and again, we're talking about things and celebrate, hoping to get that trailer, see what's going to happen, and, yeah. and, and come in that. Um, I like how bold they they gave us nothing in the original tr- for, for season one of the Mandalorian. We got next to nothing. We just knew. It was very vague, very right. vague. And the more vague, the better. By I the don't way. think I'm, I actually don't think we'll find out until like the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like just what's going to what, what his deal is? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think we'll find out until like I don't the even end. want to be able to know. I don't know. I am. I am all bought in here on the idea that I want to be surprised and I want to just consume. It makes you a better I, it, right. It's a better experience, right? If you let people speculate to the point that they did with The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, and you have so much backstory, it becomes difficult because people build in their mind sort of what they want to see happen. Whereas with The Mandalorian, you got a clean slate, and this is awesome. Right. You can just go do, do whatever you want and be that bold. So I say that because if, if they're bold enough to bring in like a Baby Yoda character or the child then they are going to be bold enough to bring in Ahsoka, Sabine, 
uh, Bo-Katan, I mean, right. whoever they want, Ezra Bridger if they want. If they wanted to step a, a young Luke Skywalker on the screen, I would believe it. I'd be fine. I would I believe would be it. fine with them just casting somebody that were like looked like a young Luke. And yeah. just, I mean, you did it with you did it with. I, I can tell you right now, if they Han do Han Solo, they did it with Han Solo. If they, exactly. Come on. And I mean, I'd be fine with Alden Enric showing up. I've said yeah, it before, yeah. and I'll say it again. I'm down for him playing right. Han Solo. I I think it then legitimizes him a little bit more. Um, yeah. if they, if there is this Lando series, you know, we're going to see him. And th- that to me, I actually did a Patreon, uh, just kind of musing about this where I said, you know what that tells me though, that if we are getting a Lando series, solo two, solo dead. two dead. dead, really dead hundred percent, man, people have been pushing for that, uh, hardcore. Well, I mean, if you're going to do a Lando series and he's going to show up, there's no right. way you, there's no, you're just not going to do a movie. You don't think maybe not soon, but could they eventually? No, I don't think so. No, no. That's too bad. Because then you go from that, like, then you go into that almost, you know, TV to movie. And those movies almost never yeah, yeah, don't do well. Do well. Yeah, yeah. Like the X-Files movies, they were in theater. They didn't. They, yeah, they, I mean, I'm sure they may have made money, but if they they never are like, it, it, like, it, it feels like watered down Star Wars. Well, and see, I think that's the problem Disney found out, right? You can have the Star Wars tag for The Force Awakens, and it just blows up, right? Right. But you got to have a good story, a cohesive story. Right. Otherwise, we're just going to go back and consume what we know and what we right. love. I mean, it's it will always be there. The fandom has always been this big. It's always been around. It's a classic, right? If you're going to produce stump something that is not going to be at that level... Well, to be prepared for it not to make a lot of money and stuff. Or I mean, backlash. Yeah, exactly. The Battlefront games got tons of backlash right. because when they first came out, they sucked. I mean, I'll just yeah. I'll say it when the EA's new Battlefront games, battle, but then and then they faced public criticism both times. Yes, and they put a lot. They gave a lot of free content away and yep. did a lot of work, and now they're good. I right, mean, but right, right. It's just it's just it's just how it goes, and it's probably I mean I don't think I'm going to get Squadron sort of way because I'm going to guess that it when it first comes out, it's going to suck. And then yeah. a year from now, it'll have a bunch of updates and it'll be a lot better. Yeah. And see, that's where I do wish, um, like, Fallen Order was great. I, I, I enjoyed that. Did you not enjoy that? Did you? Uh, I, 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 I liked Fallen Order. I yeah. definitely, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd put it in a, in a as a, I don't even think I'd say it's a top 10 Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not saying, oh, I guess, like, that's not saying, oh, it's off or anything, but I think, I think legitimately there's, you could make an argument for like 15 as like, I mean, a top 10 Star Wars game is hard. A top 15 is, is there will still be people arguing about the, the order and stuff like that. But I mean, I Fallen Order for me was like, I liked the story. I thought yeah. the story was cool. There was stuff in there that I loved. Like I thought the ending was cool. Um, I love the part where uh, he Order 66 happens. For me, it was kind of the combat and the gameplay mm-hmm. because... You know, the entire time I'm playing it, I want to feel like a Jedi. And I know he's like relearning to become a Jedi. And the combat just kind of got a little slow for me where it's like, hold on. Okay, now I got to parry. There's a crap ton of running around. Wait, there's a lot of back and forth. And some of the planets are not very good. Uh, But I think the characters and all that other stuff goes. So for me, it was kind of gameplay. Like, I mean, sit down, play Jedi Fallen Order. For like an hour, mm-hmm. then pop in the Force Unleashed for mm-hmm. an hour, and yeah, you're yeah. like, "This is what I want." I get you. What yeah, I yeah. want is I want to run around. It felt. I yeah. want to be a boss. I want to feel like a Jedi. I want to force lightning this dude. Yeah, yeah. Force push this dude, and like be flipping around doing yeah. all this stuff. I mean, it's pretty game. There's there's a lot to like, and I think that when this when a sequel comes out, a lot of these open world action adventure games improve so much over time. It's one of the great things about video games in general is that video games typically are always improving in the series. Um, It's not necessarily like a movie where you have to craft a better story or something like that, because, you know, as you progress, uh, the developers are fine tuning their engine, which allows for more items, you know, cooler textures, all of these things. I mean, it's just like, Go play Assassin's Creed one and go play Assassin's Creed, you know, Origins or Odyssey or whatever one they're on now. Yeah. Um, one of those yeah. two. And you're just like, I mean, it's just like, dude, this sheer amount of stuff you can do is so much bigger, so much better, so much yeah. cooler. And I that's one of the things, you know, I 
have with my criticisms of e of EA's Star Wars games. But I mean, I think I think Fallen Order. Like I had fun playing it. Well, I guess my question to you is like, out I think the, the gate, second I think the second one will be way better. When right, they make it. right. And I know they're different types of games, so that's this. You probably can't compare these apples to apples. But like the initial experience for me out the gate with Fallen Order was more positive than my initial experience with like Battlefront out the gate or whatever. Although I'm not really, again, for just a casual person, like I really, a lot right. of my criticisms come from you. Cause I'm always like, well, Matt said, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> so other, other, other than that, I'm always just like, ah, it's pretty solid. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's, right. it's pretty good. But when you get into the nitty gritty of it, uh, I, and you're a real gamer, like then you kind of start to see those, those differences because I will say it was when you brought up the comparison of, of, of the force unleashed, you're darn right. It feels like, Way more that I'm a Padawan, if not even a youngling, right. compared to what I'm doing in that. I mean, I'm Enforce not. Un- Enforce Unleashed, you're a freaking monster. You're yeah, running around. Yeah. You're Force Light. I mean, you, you can literally stories. You can still. literally grab somebody and just throw them wherever you want, and it's just cool. And it's, it's, it's more appealing. Like it's, it is. It is. And again, I mean, you know, it's like the the Batman Arkham games, for example. Batman Arkham Asylum when it first came out, open world. Well, not really open world, but. Um, big action adventure game. You're running through Arkham Asylum. You're beating up bad guys. It's great. But then Arkham City came out. Okay. Like a few years later, you're in a city. It's more open world. They took everything that was good, expanded on it. And it just gets better. And that happens with video games. Right. Right. So, you know, the sequel to this game, when it comes out, will be on next-gen consoles. So, it'll be on the Xbox X, Xbox Series X, and the PlayStation 5. Yeah. And so, it'll be using way more powerful stuff. And again, a lot of times, they develop these engines. So, you typically, the first game, and a lot of, like, as in a series, um, usually always just gets expanded. Because they develop the engine, you know, they're working with new hardware technology all that stuff and it's always expanding and so it's not like a movie or a story because you just have to make a better story um now it's okay we get to like use all this tech we understand it more so it's going to run more efficient and better um you know so i think that this when the sequel for that game i think will be amazing i think it'll be awesome yeah okay because i like i like i think it was it was a it was a good step yeah so wait, are do you? I mean, celebration? Are we? Is that like? I don't no, think so. They're not, deve- they're no, not even close to I, that. I think we're still. I think we're still a year. Squadrons is what we're looking at. Squadrons for, is, yeah. is the game this year. I think. I think we're a year. I think we're a year off because with the PlayStation Five and Xbox coming out, yeah. EA, you know, E three didn't happen this year, but EA did have their big event. Yeah, you know, which yeah. was around the time of E three, which they do every year. I mean, normally they're at E three, but whatever. So they just they did it virtually this year because of COVID, and they didn't show anything about it. It's it's probably twenty twenty one, and with PlayStation five and stuff like that coming out, I think you would have seen it in Sony. I mean, I think you would have seen it in Sony or Microsoft's yeah. Yeah. thing. But they because typically they, as the, when you release a new console, the only games you're showing are games that are like well. You do show games that are coming eventually, but more often than not, you want to show the games that are like launch window. Like these are the games you will be able to buy this holiday season yeah. with your PlayStation Five. Like when you buy your PlayStation Five, you'll be able to play this, right? Because they show you the gameplay. Put exactly, it down, right, yeah. right, yeah. So all of those games, those are the games you're looking at for for this year. So I, so Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order, um, and Squadrons hasn't been an. I actually I think it wasn't said that it was coming to PS Five xbox series x but i think you know just i obviously think it will be there'll be a version for that gotcha i'll get it on pc because i just pc guy right now right i mean well i am getting a ps5 but (laughs) you got to yeah Yeah, (laughs) oh yeah me too yeah so okay a couple other things that might be coming out so um we have some like i just i pulled up kind of uh just a, a list of Oh, novels that are coming out just to, just to throw this out for people. So Star Wars Celebration things we, we could be looking at like th- a lot of dates have been moved. That's the thing. There's right. so many dates that are being COVID pushed and back and, and, and maybe... all of those all of those novels were have been pushed back. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is the, wild. The, the, the real quick. Isn't the Thrawn new Thrawn book coming out? That's coming out. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get into that. So uh, coming up here like August 1st, just like a reference book, Star Wars Empire inside the Star Wars Empire. Um, you've got some young adult novels that are coming out August 4th. Um, a Poe Dameron free fall book that's coming out. Uh, looks pretty cool. More reference books. Uh, let's see. Comics we have coming out here. So upcoming big adult novels. These are the ones that I think you guys are going to be interested in. September 1st, 2020. Uh, you've got the Thrawn Ascendancy, right? So book three. 
coming out for that. Real excited for that. Can't wait to to get my hands on that and see see what we have going there. Um, uh, the Empire Strikes Back: A Certain Point of View coming out November tenth. Uh, you have The Mandalorian, an original novel that's coming out December first, twenty twenty. So after that, you know, season two, we're gonna get season two of The Mandalorian. We'll get a, an an original novel. I think so. One of the things they don't have cover art for that. So right. like, you know, you talk about celebration. We'll probably get like a cover, right? We'll probably get the new cover yeah. for The Mandalorian original is, novel. What is uh, Dan Z's book on that list? It is. Let me see. I, I don't know that. Yeah. So great call. Um, Coffee with Kenobi. Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee with Kenobi. Dan Z is was working and did sort of a. Um, a, a, a Pablo a Hidalgo on that. Yes, he did. Crazy. Yes, he did. It's so exciting. It's super cool. It's super cool. I. I yeah, we have. Yeah, I've got to got to reach out to those guys. Good. Good dudes over there. If you haven't listened to Coffee with Kenobi, you got to. They're they're such a good group of, uh, you know, guys and and. And it's really cool, man. That's really cool. So Dan cool. Z just uh, he's he's a great guy. You know, I was so excited to like go see Tom during celebration. I, know, I got like discouraged, man. man. These past this past month I've been kind of just like down. I'm like, oh God. Yeah, it, it just, has it has I was been. so propelled, like, oh man, we're, maybe we're still gonna get to go to celebration. Uh, celebration. And I get it. I, I don't want to go do uh, yeah, I'm, irresponsible I'm or anything yeah. at all. But it's just like you know, it's just like anybody who wants to go to the beach, it's like, okay, I'm not gonna go, but Dang, I wish I could, you know? Yeah. So there's that. There's that. Um, Hopefully next year we're in a better Yes, yes. Situation. Now, you remember the high... It doesn't re- look like it, but... Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, hopefully ho- hopefully they're planning this for like next August because yeah. don't do anything earlier. I don't think yeah. we're going to be there. But um, so remember we were talking about High Republic. We actually talked about this with Tom Gross. Uh, we were talking about High Republic and this sort of collaboration between... Uh, comic book authors um, and your adult novel authors, artists, uh, concept art. They had the whole thing. So that's been pushed back. Looks like it's January 5th, uh, 2021, actually. Is that a big yeah. Light of the Jedi High Republic novel yeah. uh, is coming out? So I don't know. You know, I, I keep thinking of things we might get that week of celebration. Like we might get like a chapter or we might we could get like a an, mm-hmm. like a like a little tiny bit of it maybe uh, to read or like a live reading, which would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, and then there's different, like the young adult novels, same thing. You've got like the high Republic, uh, test of courage and you've got into dark, which is a high Republic novel as well. January and February back to back there for those novels. Um, no audio dramas, tons of comics coming up though. Early August, everything, man. I mean, everything you want. Darth Vader comic is continuing on the star Wars, uh, clone wars is continuing on bounty hunters. Comic is going on. Dr. Afra continues, which is great. Um, yeah, so a lot of cool stuff there. So we might get some of that, I'm guessing. You know, maybe some highlights or some previews for an upcoming comic, which which is cool. But that's pretty much what I'm seeing in, as, as far as, like, literature and books and comics and stuff coming up there. I don't know. That's that's pro- Like, I, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. And I kind of yeah, think... Yeah, I mean, Mandalorian will by far be, is, is the thing. And then... And then I think, and then I think some, we're gonna get. I think there will be some other show in February. I think I think mm-hmm. we'll get just to replace. You know, we had Clone Wars this year. I think there'll be something else. Is it gonna be Bad Batch? Right. I don't know. Are you? We got to talk about that because we we have we have we haven't oh, talked about it. Jeez. You know, Bad when batch. the series was on, I was like, when Clone Wars was on, I was like, oh man, I would totally be down for some more stories about these guys. Yeah. And then they announced it, and I think again, it was just kind of the summer. I've just been kind of like. You know, no celebration. I'm just kind of a lull. Yeah. And so when they, the end, like it was kind of an odd announcement too, right? It was just kind of like on Dave Filoni's Twitter and, you know, yeah. some other stuff. And so, um, I mean, I guess like thinking about it, when does it take place? I don't know. It's got to, do you think it's before or after? If it's after, that's freaking sick. I don't know. Oh, that's that what I hope. Would, that would be, that would make it way, way cool. And I would be like, holy smoke. The Bad Batch, like, you know, is still doing what? I mean, that's cool it could give us it could if they do after now hear me out is what is it like to roll now i don't think the bad batch i think again there's something there's something off there right i'm not so sure that they actually execute order 66 has that been confirmed anywhere yeah at all my my prediction was that they would not be individuals who would execute order 66 and may even protect a jedi to escape and move and move out so that would be cool to see what it looks like for them to roll over either to the rebellion or their own faction yeah. or continue on in the empire. Now, if you really want to make it sick, here's what you do. Okay. You have the bad batch run into Cal Kestis. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
then people will be like, oh, this is yeah, sick. Is and then it's yeah. like, now we've bridged the gap between the game. Yeah. He's a character you've already established. People right. are like, who is this guy? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty against, actually, them. I mean, you could start there, but I, I think it would be a really bad idea to have it take place during the Clone Wars. We already we just have so much. Yeah, yeah. The, there's the prequels, and then there's like... It's almost like we don't need it. We you don't. Know? What else? What like, else? I mean, honestly, I'm sure there is more to tell, but really, I'm just in thinking about it. I'm like, what else? Is if there? I were in again, I'm not even close again. The the Godfather, Dave. Well, sorry, George right. Lucas, yeah. then Dave. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like like if he says, hey, we need we do need more. There's a story we need to tell in Clone Wars. OK, I will. I will. I will right. bite. I yeah. will see what it is. But I just don't. Again, this is just this is Off why I'm head, not, I can't think of anything else yeah, that I really need to know. This is why I'm not Dave and what Filoni. the and what these guys uh, could tell us. We're in his position. Yeah, exactly. What could these guys tell? What is a story that would tell us something? I mean, unless they go to freaking, you know, Mortis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they going <laughs> like, to buy? You know, do they get caught up in that? Like, is there something crazy? So I think they're a good transition to show us sort of like uh, Order sixty six in another. On another right. planet with another Jedi or or a Padawan, right. you know something that would tie, like you said, to Cal. I mean, or maybe the, I mean I'd be like, yeah, and it's gonna be weird too because you know it's like okay, well, Rebels and Clone Wars are both like they both have Jedi starring in it. This yeah. doesn't. Yeah, right. Exactly. So are we gonna meet? Are we like I? I think it's gonna be cool because we're gonna meet some characters. You know the big. You know, <laughs> you know if oh, you really want to make it sick. Oh boy! If you really want to push this out there, there is a character. Come on, I know. I think I know one. Yeah, there is a character out there. You can get. You can grab a Jedi that is possibly still alive, mm-hmm. and that you could use. And like, I that would be sick. And that's Mace Windu. Oh my God! Wow. I, I had two characters in mind. For, like, I thought you were either going to say Baby Yoda or oh, no. Windu. No. no. I mean, I think that's the guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have yeah. them run across him, and then, oh, and then it confirms he's still alive, and then that just opens the door to a bunch of stuff. They go set up a separate thing, do something Because, I mean, crazy. who know? I don't know what these guys – I mean, yeah, we're going to see, I think, the struggle of them resisting becoming stormtroopers yeah. and kind of that. But outside of that, I'm like, where do we go? Right, right. You know, do because it's like on one hand, I'm like, okay, well, you could have them run into Rex again, especially with Echo there. You could have them meet up with Ahsoka. You get a little bit of that Ahsoka stuff. Right. But then it's also like, yeah, we already just have so much of that. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, no. And if we're getting Ahsoka in Mandalorian, it's like I kind of want new stuff. So really, the only other and it's like, do they do they fight with Maul and some of the crime Mm -hmm, syndicates? mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, well, we already have a lot of that. Oh, yeah. And so it's. It's just it's so it's such a weird kind where do you of, tie them in where it's, it's a be weird fresh. group yeah exactly yeah because yeah, it's not fresh we're sitting here going like all right cool it's cool it's an expansion because I clearly think fine. I clearly think it's either before or like immediately following yeah I don't think you I don't think you're gonna have the bad batch during like four five and six they'd be really old no no yeah. no 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 huh. nope you gotta figure it's it's more gap filler but they were I cool characters thinking, they were totally cool characters yeah and yeah. I and I like them. And I'm like, I'm, ex- I just, right. It's kind of like the, like the Obi-Wan series. It's like, okay. Even just knowing that it exists, we're like, well, there's, you know, in our heads, we're like, there's obviously only one place it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it's going to yeah. be what, okay. What are we going to learn? Like we can gauge in our mind immediately about the Obi-Wan series. It's clearly in between four, you know, right. Three and four. We're going to learn what Obi-Wan did. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's good. And it's, it's from, the more and more we hear from it, it sounds like it's going to be a mini series, not like a That's big fine. TV series. That's all it needs to be. That That's is all. I mean, like a three, I mean, I think like, like, like Sherlock, yeah. right? Like Sherlock yeah. is like these huge hour and a half episodes. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty much like movies, right? Like yes. mini movies. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah. And that's something it different. It could be one mission. It totally could be. I'm down for that. I am totally down. It does not need to be a lot. You cannot overdo it, right? I mean, you right. just really cannot. Like, give us enough and say, holy smoke. You know, some insight into what Obi-Wan was doing. Because we already see in Rebels what he does. You right. know, we see something there. We see these these interactions where we want to go speak with Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, who is Leia's only hope, right? Yeah. So we think. Um, so, yeah, we don't really need too much. And I, I think you're right. It would be really cool to... Uh, but I, that with the bad batch, what you're saying is, is that yeah, you've got to 
it can be it's better if it's gap filler it's just if it's between three and four and we're learning more about what happened then we understand the dynamics of the empire uh or or that transition i think that's cooler because you start that episode then with this curiosity right you start with like what are these guys right. doing and what happened to them because now you're picking up where we left off versus going back and saying well you know we know obi-wan and anakin were still you know master apprentice fighting generals right. whatever you know um, commander general. So it was, it's way cooler. If you, if you go to a place that's unknown and do something to move the story or to make it more interconnected that when you do that, I'm like, I will watch the bad batch. You better believe it. And I'll be in. So, okay. So of the announced series and we're, I'm going to toss Obi, I'm going to toss Kenobi out just cause it's like going to be a mini series. Yeah. So of the things that are supposed to be series with, um, so you have Bad Batch, you have Lando, and you have Cassian. Cassian, Cassian. Out of those three, which are you most excited for, God. or intrigued by? Maybe I should say. Honestly, I, like well, the most intriguing to me would be Lando. Yeah, because well, I know Lando, and I've read Lando in Legends, and I love Lando. Yeah, and the fact that Billy D was back in in uh, the Rise of Skywalker and everything, I'm just down. Yeah. Like to me, I want to know more about his backstory because then even he's still alive. Right. There's still more you can so do. Does, with does Lando character. Lando take place before four or after six? I think it's probably before. I think so too. Yeah, I think that's probably what they would do. I think do. that's how you bring in Amelia Clark. Yeah. And do and do and do stuff there. Ray Park is mall. Yeah, there's a lot that they could do. Would they be. could do that if they wanted to. If they even if they wanted to turn it into a Lando series where they brought Han on less. And the reason they might do that is because you don't want to show too much of Han. You don't want to take away from right. what happens in four. Just but he has bit. to be in it. Oh yeah, you show. But you don't. Yeah, you bring him on for an episode or two here and there. Right. But it's more about following Lando and what he's discovering. And maybe Lando does something to protect Han that we never. You know what I'm saying? Like right. maybe he. So I helps th- yeah. Him with so and stuff. right because you see Lando in Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Holy smokes. What if they yeah. had a live action young Ezra? Oh, Bridge? my. Because he runs God. into him a couple times, doesn't he? I think yeah. he runs into him more than once. And he definitely, they definitely reference Lando Calrissian uh, a yeah. couple times, like, like Ezra does. Yeah. Um, what if, like, episode one, there's like a live action cane in jars? Oh, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> God. Jeez. Could you imagine in the shadows just stepping uh, out, talking to Lando, needing him to do something, smuggle him? <laughs> Smart yeah, women. I think yeah, it's yeah, I I definitely think we'll see Amelia Clark in it and yeah. I mean, what's she doing now? Game of Thrones is over. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Oh what yeah. What are you doing? No, I think they could do something really cool with it. And, and like I said, less is more with Han Solo. It really is because Lando's a character who people he did a great job. I mean, I thought um, Donald Glover was great. Was great. He was great. So, you want more of that? You want to show us more of the underworld? You can do that because I kind of think Lando was more involved and more well-known in that underworld. Han is sort of a newcomer. You know, you can see that in Solo. He's starting to establish himself, and Han Solo is building his reputation. But Lando has been in this game for a bit. He's a scoundrel. And yeah. so I think you really could. You really could. You don't want to show us the Han Solo, Chewbacca, Jabba interaction. Let us, the, let us dwell on that. We don't need to know yeah. exactly. We need to know that he went to Tatooine. He's on a mission. Uh, see, the cool thing you know. is, is you could have, you have Donald Glover play Lando in his own series. Then you just age him up a little bit and he has a cameo in Mandalorian. Oh man. I would do. Yeah. If they did age those guys up just right, they could. I think that's the big thing is you'd have to definitely show that they're that. Yeah. Make them different. So people understand, right. you know? Yeah. I think they're shying away from that, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't. Right. Cause right now they look, they look younger than right. Them, yeah. Right. But I wouldn't be, I mean, well, that's the thing about the Cassie and Andor series. They better hurry up, man. Or that guy's going to look, cause it's been years, right? He's going to look older than he did. in. Rogue One, and then ends up looking weird. That's why um, Viggo Mortenstein didn't want to do in The Hobbit. He's like, yeah. he's like, I don't look like a no, look I younger. Know. He's like, what are you talking yeah. about, man? Yeah. And then Orlando Bloom, they use like CG. Yeah. Kind of, it just looked yeah. kind of weird right. in The right. Hobbit, you know. Right. Kind of, yeah. And that's the thing you run into with, oh, let's do a prequel. It's like you gotta like get on that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred percent. Or unless you just do CG, and then people get upset. Like. Yeah. Which I didn't have a problem with. No, I don't either. Actually. I didn't think Orlando Bloom looks fine in that. It's just like I know that it gets a little bit weird, but uh, yeah, you can make it work. But 
there's to a certain extent because <laughs> then you're doing something like a tron series where like you're i thought tron was kind of cool i know but that was, was cool. the first that they did and that yeah, was yeah. back in like 20 it was still like, cool it was still was back cool, in like 2010 i believe it's all sci-fi and you, you, you know what i mean that it, was way different yeah. than now i mean i thought leia looked looked fine i thought tarkin looked totally fine yeah yeah i mean some people got up some people got upset about it you know but whatever right. people complain about anything and everything no, so no. All right. Well, as hey, let me pull up here real quick. Um, I do have something I wanna I wanna throw on here. There's a this is on TikTok. This guy um, says that every Star Wars film has the wrong title. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. watch this. So I'm gonna use my computer audio here. So uh, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. This was actually really funny. This is why every Star Wars film has the wrong title. What happens in Episode One? We meet Anakin Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Years later, we find out that Palpatine, leader of the Sith, have ordered an army to destroy the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. In episode 3, Order 66 happens, and the clones attack. Attack the clones. In episode 4, Obi-Wan teaches Luke that it's time for the Jedi to return. Return of the Jedi. In episode 5, Yoda teaches Luke how to use the Force. The Force awakens. In episode 6, both Yoda and Anakin die, which makes Luke... The Last Jedi. <laughs> After the Empire is destroyed, a new Empire comes. The Empire strikes back. Come on, guys. In episode <laughs> 8, Luke trains Rey and then sacrifices himself to give the Resistance a new hope. Finally, in episode 9, Palpatine returns from the dead, making him the Phantom Menace. I mean, it's hey, actually man. really hey, funny. I think really he's got a point. Okay? He's on he's he's, he's to something there. He's he, Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a point there. That's solid. That is really cool. Yeah, I mean, there's oh god, the naming. Don't even get me started. I don't even want. To, uh, yeah, there's so much. One through six are perfectly named, but seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> well, I think you know some uh, of them do. You you flip it around, right? You know some of those. Phantom Menace is actually really good. So Phantom Menace is. It, well, I think funny. I think they're all pretty appropriately. They're pretty appropriately yeah. titled, with the yeah. exception of Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, I'm just as just as a name, I'm like. One, it's just weird. It's like a weird name, and we didn't know just, what the hell was going on, right? right and then yeah. it's also like, eh, you know, you know, because you know, like four, five, and six, and even and even well, one, two, three are a little more straightforward. But you know, it's like four, A New Hope. Okay, they're talking about Obi One. Are they talking about Luke? Yeah, The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that one's pretty straightforward. Right. But then Return to the Jedi. Right, right, right. Is it Luke? Yeah, or is it? And right, exactly. It's got dual. It's got the dual meaning. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Which it's is good. Which is really good. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking! I still say the Force Awakens. R two D two wakes up. I know. Okay, I'm I just know. saying. You know, we were talking about celebration earlier. One of the biggest things I'm going to be missing this year is the R two D two Builders Club. Yeah. God dang it! I am not going to be able to go see my R twos, and I'm going to have to think on this uh, building a unit for another year, which is just so freaking sad. But yeah, I still think you know. I still think you could say all the titles are about the droids. Okay, because uh in episode six in episode nine excuse me rise of skywalker who literally rises up in the trailer sits up c-3po who is c-3po a skywalker yep. he was created by anakin he's a skywalker he's the rise if ray can if ray can look into the sunset and say ray skywalker that's right then c-3po is really a skywalker he really is. He he's definitely way is. more of a skywalker he has more claim yeah. he has way he is way more of a skywalker than ray no oh, that's great that's freaking great. I love the droids. I'm so glad they didn't die and that we can still use them early, you know, moving forward. Yeah. All right, guys. Wow. Um, so cool. Good to be back in hyperspace. Good to be talking Star Wars. Uh, I got a few more things. I didn't even... I'm going to finish this later. We're going to do another kind of uh, dive into Dagobah. I want to talk to Matt about Dagobah, and I got a couple things. Uh, we, we, we definitely want to uh, go over there. Some, some things have been itching at me since watching... Uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. But thank you guys so much. We're looking forward to the end of August here. We should have some uh, some fun, exciting things coming up and uh, be getting back into some novels and some comics and, and things of that nature. So uh, should be a good time. Feel free to you know keep sending us messages on Instagram, uh, Twitter, wherever you want. Uh, we'll take those. And, and it was great. We went live on Instagram. It was a lot of fun. And we're able to kind of interact with some of you that we haven't been able to and uh, get some, some content for the show. So that has been great so awesome. all right guys and with that we want to thank you 
for hanging out in hyperspace. As I said, be sure to send us all those emails, Instagram, whatever your preferred choice of message is to get us that transmission. If you like the podcast, go ahead, give it a review on iTunes. Those are huge. Those really, really help us out. Uh, you can hit that subscribe button or hit that like button. Um, and guys, remember, traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Props. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.